Hey, and welcome back to Giovanni Andreoli's Movies and More, where I talk about movies and more. Alright, everyone. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm glad to be back on the mic. I am glad to be talking to you again. I'm trying to keep myself from going crazy uh, here in quarantine. I hope you guys are doing the same. Uh, staying, staying sane, staying safe, staying healthy. Uh, best of luck to everyone. And, um, and yeah, if you guys have any alternate ideas for what to do in quarantine besides, like, uh, watch Netflix and play video games and um, record podcasts. And please let me know. Oh, draw sneakers. That's one for you. If you if you don't do that, you could get started. Why not? Um, yeah, definitely definitely draw some suggestions because I'd love to have stuff. Although having all this free time to just stream movies is pretty awesome. It's a uh, very advantageous. Just I mean, I have a lot to talk about. So, that's pretty cool. And a lot of time to talk about it. That's even better. It's totally, totally very free-flowing. So, uh, that is actually pretty good. Get more episodes of the podcast. Uh, crank them out. Because I'm actually getting close to episode 50, which is a pretty big milestone for this podcast. Um, 10 was, I think, our first big milestone together. Uh, because most podcasts don't make it past the 10th episode. And we did. We're well, well and beyond that by this point. I think we're, this one, I think, including... Every episode prior and the bonus episodes, I think that makes 43 total, I'm pretty sure. So, I'm not sure if I should count that or not. Like, do bonus episodes count or not? Because they're bonus episodes, so I, but, like, I still recorded them, and that still makes, like, 43 episodes of this podcast, but not all of them were, like, main episodes. Some of them were, um, some of them were bonus, like, extra audio. I don't know, but I'm gonna count them because it gets me on the milestone. <laughs> seven episodes faster, so, uh, so yeah, we're, we're getting pretty close, we only have, we have a couple more episodes to go, and we'll definitely crank them out before the end of quarantine, because, uh, I don't know about all you, but I live here, uh, I live in Pennsylvania, and, uh, our governor just extended school closures and non-essential business closures indefinitely, and, uh, I know Trump, was talking about enforcing social distancing guidelines until at least April 30th. So it looks like I'll have another free month. I can't believe we're not even in April yet, but uh, I am very excited for tomorrow. I don't, I don't know why, but I, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I get really weirdly excited when Disney wants to do something original because I love the Marvel movies uh, and that's it, but, like, I don't know, I don't really enjoy Star Wars that much, I know it's a very hot take, but I, I'm not a huge fan, um, and then, yeah, I don't, I pretty much hate every live-action remake I've seen, we watched The Lion King, um, like, in class, it was, like, right before a break, I never even talked about this, because I didn't even feel like it was worth mentioning, but, dog shit, that was so, oh my god, they're so bad, I don't think I've ever watched one that I've, like, legitimately liked. So, I'm not a big fan of a lot of the stuff Disney puts out, uh, besides Marvel. And I think that they work best when they're original, it's original stuff, when they're creating their own new worlds. I mean, that's part of the reason they got big, is taking the people to these crazy new places they've never been before. And so when they actually want to do something new, like Zootopia, or um, um, Coco... Uh, this is, this is tough, I've been, 
I'm a little bit unsure which what's Disney and what's Pixar, but you know what I mean. Like they kind of blend blend together. They go hand in hand, and so I appreciate when they want to do something just weird and new and different and shake things up. So when Onward was announced, I was super excited for it, and I really thought the trailers looked cool. And um, I was gonna wait. Did I ever talk about Bloodshot? I don't think I did. Holy crap. Guys, I'm so sorry. I was I've been doing really good with not going on tangents, but you know what? What what else are you doing? Just just let me ramble for a little bit. Um, I was uh, I took this girl to the movies the other day, and um, and I was like, when I asked her about it, I was like, you know, I think we should go see Onward because I was thinking like kids movie, pseudo date, you know, that kind of it kind of it works well. And and then she was like, what are you talking about? This new Vin Diesel movie. And I was like, okay, I guess we're seeing Bloodshot. So that's what we ended up seeing. But I felt kind of burned. Not angry at her, just like kind of kind of pissed. I didn't get the ghosty onward because I was really looking forward to it. And my one of my friends, uh, she is big into animation, and she's also very hard on movies. And she was like, I really enjoyed it and don't have many complaints. And I was like, well, shit, if it passed her, then I'm going to freaking love it. So I was really hyped. And then they announced, because of all the coronavirus stuff, that it's coming to Disney Plus on April 1st. And so I've been, like, counting down the days, because the days are running long. And so having something, something new to watch is much appreciated. And so I'm super excited to watch and talk about that. I know I'll be a little late to it, but, um, but I mean, so what? It's going to be, it's going to be good to, good to see. I don't know really where I was going with that, um. I guess I was just catching you up on what's been happening over here. Um, but actually, though, since I'm never going to do a full episode about it, uh, Bloodshot's not terrible, which I thought it would be. Uh, if you are super curious, and I know you're not, but if you were, she enjoyed it. But she, well, no, see, sorry. She, like, sort of enjoyed it, but she hated all the stuff that she was expecting, like the Vin diesel parts. Like, um, she w- was hoping for him to drive, like, an American muscle car. He only drives a Porsche in the movie. Um, and she was incredibly angry that he had a blonde wife. I don't know why, but that was, those were her two main takeaways, in case you were interested. But, um, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I'm not uh, as big a Vin Diesel fan, so those things didn't really bother me. I'm not a, I'm not a, a VD purist, but, um... But I, I thought it was actually pretty good, and I was surprised. I would recommend not seeing the trailer for this, because I watched it going in, because I was like, what am I getting into? Because I knew, I knew the comic ex- existed, and I'd read, like, a free comic book day issue of it, but I wasn't, like, a huge fan. Honestly, I've never really gotten into Valiant. So, I, I you know, like, I mainly stick to Image, Dark Horse, and Vertigo. That's where I get, like, my indie fix. Sometimes Boom Studios, I'm feeling... I'm feeling a little crazy, but, um, but I think, like, it, it sounds like a, an interesting, albeit generic concept, and I was trying to figure out, like, okay, what am I gonna see here, and then they spoil something, like, it's kind of a big twist, very early into this trailer, and the, the movie, I think, would have worked a lot better, especially for me, if I did not know that going in, because I'm just waiting for it. Like, I'm waiting for the characters to catch up to what I already know, which is never something that you should, um, that, like, I don't know, that's just not very good for storytelling. And that's not really the movie's fault, it's definitely more the marketing. But um, but if you haven't seen it, if you don't know what it's about, if you're not a big fan of the comic, then I would definitely recommend just going in blind. 
because at first I was like, oh, this is paced really terribly. Like, oh, what the fuck is this? This is weird. This is like super cliche. And there's like, you know, no spoilers, but there's like slow-mo shot of him with the sun-soaked sky on the beach just stroking her hair and they like have a slow-mo kiss and I was like Jesus Christ this is two and a half hours but then eventually there's like a switch that flips and you realize why everything that's unfolded to that point has been the way it has and there's like an actual story reason for it which makes the movie immediately more interesting and I'm not going to say that it's like revolutionizing the genre or anything or that it's really anything to write home about but it is more interesting than i think it's been given credit for in the media like no one's been talking about it and and rightfully so i mean there's much more important things going on i guess i mean more so like film review media like that kind of stuff like no one's really talking about it like i feel like it didn't make a big splash and that's kind of unfortunate because it's nothing great but it's not terrible either it's certainly much much better than i thought it would be and there's some characters that i think are really 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 like underwritten like just i and to an annoying degree but then there are some characters where i was like whoa did not see that coming so yeah i think it's definitely worth checking out uh especially if you're bored and have nothing better to do so i mean just send it like if it sounds interesting to you i would definitely check it out um okay so Space Jam! That's what I was actually here to talk about, and that's what you clicked on. Don't worry, you didn't download the wrong episode. So, I caught this movie, like, the first couple minutes, the like, the very beginning, and then maybe to, like, uh, I don't know, the half-hour mark on TV a couple years ago. I remembered basically nothing about it except for the part where he's out uh, in the backyard shooting hoops, and his dad comes out, and he's like, I want to play in the NBA, and whatever. So... I thought, um, like, I thought I liked it based on that, and, um, and I, I had, like, fond memories of it, even though I hadn't seen the whole movie, and actually, I do maintain that that's a pretty kick-ass intro, and then it goes into, like, all the highlights and stuff, man, that, that, that shit goes hard, but, uh, but, like, I didn't actually finish it, and I think that's a pretty important piece of this puzzle, so when I went to, um, I was checking Netflix and stuff during the, when the quarantine was first starting i i went through and i saw that this was on there and it was like trending in the u.s i think it was like number five or six something at the the time i checked and um and i was like so excited because i hadn't finished it and i was you know i definitely it's a very important cultural touchstone especially in sneaker culture and i was i was excited and i was like all right let's watch this because i think this is gonna be awesome um i feel really really bad about this but i Oh, man, I did not love it. So, okay, I mean, I mean, credit where credit is due. The, probably the most impressive part of this movie is the Jordan 11s, got him. No, um, is the integration of animation with live action stuff. For the most part, it's pretty seamless, and it looks really cool, and with the tone of this movie, even the more outlandish stuff, like, it just kind of jives well. It all, it all goes together well. It's kind of like, um... It's kind of like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, which, that is a great movie. I should rewatch that. That'd make for a really good episode, too. That's so interesting. Did you guys know that that is based on a totally rated R, super sexual, super violent book where Roger dies at the end? It's called Who Censored Roger Rabbit. It's, like, totally different. Like, um, like Jessica Rabbit did, like, porn comics, 
and then like i said yeah roger dies at the end and the whole script the way they like reframed it because i get i i guess they were like yo this, this crazy book sounds perfect for our disney kids movie and then the for the mystery portion they repurposed the original script for the second chinatown movie but I didn't even like that's man that movie is so interesting but we're not here to talk about that um but we should we should throw it on the list just I would watch this feed this might that might be coming sooner than you think but um but yeah man uh that is really cool and that's probably one of the best most impressive technical aspects of this movie and and it you know it's sometimes it's a little shaky but it usually looks like Michael Jordan is actually talking to the animated characters and and everything you know, like it it does look pretty good together. It, it's it's a little dated, obviously, but I mean, like, what are you gonna do? I think it I think it looks it looks pretty good, all things considered. And that's probably, oh, man, honestly, that might be my favorite part of this movie. It's just like appreciating it uh, from a, a technical standpoint. And yes, of course, the Jordan Eleven Space Jams. God dang, works of art. But um, but yeah. I think my other favorite part of this movie was, since I'd never seen it before, I'd never got to the part where, or never seen it all the way through before, my bad, uh, I never got to the part where that you see that there are other basketball players in this movie, like other cameos, and uh, and Bill Murray, too. And so, you know, you got Larry Bird, you got Charles Barkley, uh, Larry Johnson, Patrick Ewing, and I was, like, excited to see them all because... I wasn't expecting it. I didn't see it coming. And then, you know, I was just like, oh, dude, that's so cool. And, um, and yeah, uh, actually, quick, quick side story. Um, actually, so, I recorded, like, the first half of this episode. It was way tighter. No rambling. I didn't talk about anything else except for this movie and quarantine. However, I accidentally said the name of the hotel <laughs> that, um, that that this story takes place in and so I had to completely re-record and then I just completely went off the handle I don't know why but I I mean this is probably already like 20 minutes long at this point I I totally lost track I'm so sorry but um I actually met Charles Barkley it was uh it was totally informal too that was the craziest part it wasn't like a basketball game or like I paid to meet him it was like he was just chilling at my hotel so here's the story uh, I'm not gonna name any names, no company names, for real this time. I'm not gonna let it slip. But um, but my dad used to work for a more uh, higher end business, and they had a business trip to Atlanta, which is where their headquarters was. And uh, and um, they posted everybody up, me and my family, plus um, actually I wasn't technically supposed to be there. But um, but <laughs> they they posted like the managers and and all the the staff and stuff up in a very nice hotel. Uh, in like the downtown area and uh, just so happened that Charles Barkley also stays at the uh, hotel every time he's in the in the city and I I had heard this and I was like that is so cool but not a chance in hell we're gonna see Charles Barkley and so we we decided my mom and I we had um, I think we'd done everything we were gonna do in the city for the day that was a that was a really interesting but but pretty fun trip um, I don't know if I'd be in a hurry to go back. Definitely would go, would try to go to Boston or Toronto before I'd go back to Atlanta. But um, but altogether it wasn't it wasn't too bad. Very interesting culture. I I th- I thought it was enjoyable enough. But um, 
but but we had done the sightseeing and stuff that we were going to do in the city and so we um we went downstairs we went to the pool and we're just like chilling my mom's in the hot tub like reading a book and then i was just like flashing around in in the deep end or whatever and there's like nobody else there it's a pretty chill vibe and then we we ended up we we were like all right it's time for dinner so we um we got our stuff and we're walking out and so the way that all this happens is you know there's like an elevator on our floor goes down to the lobby in this huge like magnificent lobby like this thing is insane and then to like one side there's like i don't know like some other rooms and stuff we didn't really go to that side and to the other side there's like uh there's like the actual front desk where you check in and then there's um there's the the gym there's like a little spa and then there's the pool behind the gym so you have to go through the gym to get to the pool so we come out the the pool and we're walking through the gym and we walk past this dude he's like cycling on one of the on one of the machines and he just kind of like looks at me and goes what's up little man it was crazy dude charles barkley said hi to me and so we go upstairs and i'm like kind of psyching myself up mom's like you you have to go down there you have to get a picture your dad is gonna lose his mind and so i got the courage i did my hair a little bit i put on something more presentable and then i went down and so I was like filling up water outside of the gym because they have a little water station and there's like, you know, just some straws, some some different flavored waters that you can get, I think like, you know, on your way out or your way in, whatever, and they're in they're in these these plastic cups. And so I'm just like filling them until I'm just like watching it. Like this sounds super creepy, not that I say it out loud, but like I'm so nervous. I've never really met a famous person before. So I'm like filling them till I overflow and then I gotta like drink some off and I'm just like drink it and then I just like refill it just trying to think of like what am I gonna say? How am I gonna do this? Okay, and I psych myself up and instead of just drinking all the water, which is in retrospect what I should have done, or just leaving it out there and then just getting it back on the way out, I brought it in. I don't know, I was clearly not thinking straight, and so I like set it down on the ground and he was like, Oh, be careful and, and then you know, I told him like oh I've seen your highlights my dad loves you man this is so cool and and whatever and I, I talked to him a little bit and he's like oh yeah you're just visiting where you're from and he knew that Harrisburg was the capital which I don't know if that's super impressive but it is to me I don't know a lot of people who know every capital I don't know every capital so um that was that was pretty cool Charles Barkley very smart guy geography mind but um but yeah he just took a picture with me I have it I could post it um, if you, if you don't believe me, cause there's a strong chance you probably don't, but, um, but yeah, and then we just, I just like said bye and then we just like just left. That was crazy. That was crazy. But, uh, but yeah, now every time I like see him on TV or, or like see him in a movie, I'm like, shit, that is so cool. Like I actually met him and he's just a chill dude. Also very impressed. Never stopped cycling while he was talking to me. Did not take a break. Man's just like powering through. That was crazy. Okay, so anyway, I gotta, I really gotta zoom through this because honestly, I don't think what I have to say about this movie is very interesting, and I also don't think that it's gonna get me anywhere because I think a lot of people love this movie, and I think that me being like, I also hate this, like I also have an un unpopular opinion about this. I don't know, man. I, <laughs> my opinions about Spider-Man and Joker are probably already unpopular enough, but um, and Star Wars, Jesus, but. Uh, but yeah, okay, I guess hate was a strong word. I don't hate this movie. I just didn't like it as much as I thought I would. For one, 
I know you're supposed to suspend disbelief, but this plot is ludicrous. Like, I mean, I know you have to make it more interesting, but like, what the fuck? Like, it, it's basketball. It's not pro wrestling. Like, a lot of these moves, I would be like, and there are refs. You know there are. And, like, I think as soon as I see these guys step out, I'd be like, mm-mm, no, come back when you decide it's going to be a fair fight. But then again, the it's predicated on being unfair. So them getting an advantage, I guess, is is actually, you know, that makes sense at first. And then, like, okay, well, uh, we then we need Michael Jordan. And so it's like, uh, it's like, th that stuff makes sense. I can track it for that but then when they actually get to the game and they're like beating the shit out of these out of these characters i was just like i don't know it's just that's just not how basketball is played and then there's the part where he's going for like the game winning dunk at the end and this is a very very famous image when his arm like stretches out i was like what the hell is this like what the hell is that and that ah man i don't know i just mm -mm, couldn't get behind it like what why would his arm do that it just doesn't make sense it make way more sense if maybe he like dodged his grab and like kicked off his face and then like spun around boom like smashed it maybe also he should have shattered the backboard like what the fuck but um but i mean it's fine i mean it is what it is i just like I don't know, it's a little let down by by all the basketball stuff and i know you got to make it more interesting it's cartoons so it's but at the same time, I would have think, I think I would have accepted it being cartoony if it didn't involve them flagrantly cheating. Like this is not a fair matchup at all, and I'm talking on either side. And then, um, uh, what else? Oh yeah, Dennis Nedry, the guy who plays Dennis Nedry. I don't remember. I don't know what his real name is. I freaking hated that guy. I could not stand him. Um, he, yeah, he's, he's Dennis Nedry in Jurassic Park. I think his name is, um, is Wayne Knight. He seems like a really nice guy, and I think he'd be cool to be around, but in this movie, he was just so annoying and completely unnecessary. Like, he, I feel like he dragged down every scene he's in, and I just did not have, like, any room for him in this movie. It was like, why are we spending so much time with this guy? Like, as soon as, as um, Jordan gets, like, sucked into the golf hole, whatever that's called, a golf hole, yeah, that's good enough, um, I was like, what, okay, we're done with you, right? Nope, we're not. And then, they also, they also get over that way too quickly. They're like, oh, I'm sure he's fine. I'm not sure. If I was standing next to, like, I don't know, Robert Downey Jr. and just all of a sudden a sewer grate opened and like swallowed him whole, I'd probably wouldn't be like, man, you'll find a ladder. Like, oh, I don't think he will. I think he needs help. I think that's insane. And there's no way that you're going to let one of the biggest celebrities in the world just get sucked into a golf hole um, and just be like, eh, that was insane. That blew my mind. But, um, I will say, Bill Murray is very funny in this movie. Bill Murray's always very funny. I really, really like Bill Murray. Uh, but, but yeah, I like how he's like, I think I could have made it to the NBA. And then he actually does show up, and, and he's, like, actually really not terrible. And then at the, at the end, he's like, no, never mind, I'm good. Uh, I thought that was really funny. But, um, 
but yeah, oh, also, speaking of really funny, I think the best part of this movie was not just that there were cameos from all those other famous basketball players, but that, um, uh, that he, or they, I mean, the Monstars, they steal the talent, and just the, the, they're actually really funny when they're, they're, like, trying to throw the ball, and they just, like, can't, like, they're just not making it work, that was great, all that stuff was a lot of fun, so, yeah, I think, uh, I think that's about all I have to say, um, I was a little disappointed by this movie, and I think it's a lot of, it's fun for what it is, but I think if it was, if it didn't have this, if it didn't have the draw card of Michael Jordan and the um, the Looney Tunes meeting. I don't think it would have been as big of a cultural touchstone at all. I think that if this was something closer to Who Framed Roger Rabbit and the Looney Tunes were in it, but it was just like some random humans and they just happened to be playing basketball, this would have been torn to shreds. Like, there's no way it would be remembered as fondly as it is. It, it's completely because of these two icons meeting and the cameos from the other basketball players and the famous imagery from the movie that this still is well regarded. But I think if it if it didn't, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But uh, but all in all, I was disappointed, but I didn't hate it. It was enjoyable enough. I was just I was expecting more. Which maybe that makes me an idiot. Why would I be expecting a lot of Space Jam? Oh, all right, so, shoot, I had one on cue. I had one. I thought of it last night in bed. I forgot it. I should have wrote it down. What was my grateful? Um, hmm. Uh, let's just say my markers. I'm grateful that my markers have ink. And that might sound too simple, but you know what? I would be going a lot more crazy if my markers didn't have ink, but I have a lot of very fresh markers. They've been getting me really far. I've been drawing like like a, a freaking tornado. So, yeah, I, I'm very happy that, that they, I think, they're running a little low, some of them, but it's okay. They last in me, and, uh, and I'm grateful for that. All right. Um, wow, that was a, what a ride. I need some water. Uh, I apologize that that was, uh, I feel like I'd been kind of hit my stride as getting my episodes really neat and organized and pretty, like, tight, and then I was, like, totally took, like, two steps back, but, um, but it's okay, this is a one-time thing, I promise, the next one will be, will be much better, uh, but in the meantime, if you want to follow me on Instagram, you can do so at gvangrioli1, if you want to follow the show on Instagram, you can do that at moviesandmorepod, um, if you want to email the show, you can do that at, at moviesandmorepod at gmail.com. And then if you would like to leave a five-star review, preferably, you can do it right in the app. It's super helpful. It just takes a minute, and I would really appreciate it. So thanks if you've done that. And if not, get on it. What are you waiting for? What else are you doing? Uh, all right. I think that about does it for me. I'm going to get some water, and then I'm going to record another episode. What's going to be? <laughs> I don't know. Just kidding. I do know it's going to be Richie Rich because that's what I watched most recently. And then, um, I won't tell you what it is, but I will attempt <laughs> to do the theme song. <clears throat> this is for what episode follows Richie Rich. The next three episodes, actually. <clears throat>